This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.seataxshops.com. Good morning, Chris. How you doing, my man? Reggie, first of all, congratulations on your victory last week over Rainier Beach. Absolutely. Thank you very much. It was uh, it was exciting. It was fun to be back. Um, it's taking each week to be 1-0. Uh, it's a great start to our season, so I appreciate that. Right. Uh, now, this season you all are playing under some different circumstances due to COVID. Players must wear a mask at all times, and more importantly, no fans uh, in the stadiums at least for another week or two, uh, and there's no playoffs as well. So it's a much different time and different season. You know, how are the players and the coaches adapting to all this? Uh, for us, you know, we, we kind of, I tell our players a few things we have to do with adapt, execute, and adjust. And um, given the opportunity to be back on the field is a blessing itself. Uh, we're mentally challenging ourselves at practice week in and week out, day in and day out, um, to, to not play to the environment, but but stay together, stay locked in, stay focused, um, because we also understand the mentality of not having a fans behind you, mom, dad, um, family, friends, uh, our amazing band, all those sorts of things. And so um, really getting these guys mentally prepared, the psychological piece, we really press at practice that at the end of the day we're football players and we have to be able to um, kick off but also stay locked in, stay together, um, play this game fast, physical, um, which we've been doing for the most part. So, and just, you know, um, understanding that, that these circumstances will eventually change. But for now, we have to do the best we can to control what we can. All right. And let's talk about the team a little bit because you guys have some players who have been in the system for a few years now that bring some real excitement to the football field, you know, I, like uh, Quentin Jordan and Leon Neal, to name a few. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, those guys have been a part of our program um, for, for three or four years now, and, and uh, both of them uh, great leaders um, off the field, on the field. Um, Quentin Jordan, funny story, he came in before the game. He actually texted me the night before the game and said, Coach, starting tomorrow, uh, I'm going to put this team on my back. Whatever you need out of me, you're going to get answer. And he said, whatever um, I need to do, I will do. And so just know you can count on me. And when I tell you, came kickoff or kickoff came Friday evening, Chris, and he showed just that. And his demeanor the entire game, his emotions the entire game was he just stayed and remained focused. He stayed locked in. And it's great to have your leader of your team um, show that because that's what you want for the rest of the guys to be able to do as well. So, and then Leon Neal was just he's just a human highlight reel. He's a, a guy that we can move around in offense, which we'll do more of. As the season progresses, and um, from running back to wide receiver, um, you know he's a Washington State commit. So 
Um, we want to do the best we can to highlight him and get him ready for the next level. But um, just those two together for sure, those guys being seniors are great leaders in our team, um, great human beings, great personalities, and um, they're a joy to coach. They really are. Mm. And and Jordan, uh, like you said, carried him on his back. I, he had the game-winning uh, touchdown catch, 65-yard touchdown catch, where you know it was yeah. it, it wasn't easy, but he made it look easy. <laughs> Absolutely, and you know it, it speaks to his hard work in the off season. Um, he, he he committed and dedicated himself to getting stronger, um, getting bigger, uh, and, and just, just mentally learning the game more. Um, kind of having that attitude that I can't be stopped, and that's kind of what he. Um, that's that, that's the, the, the mindset that he walks around on a consistent basis, and I think for us, you need somebody like that because uh, at the end of the day, if you don't have one of those guys in your team, as a coaching staff, we're looking for someone to come out of that shell. But with Quentin, we don't really have to look no further. It's, it's right there in front of us. He's done an outstanding job so far, leading this this team, and, and we we are excited to see what the future holds for that young man. Right. And then you talk about Leon Neal. I think you said he was a Washington State commit, which, uh, you know, seems a little odd. Guess most of you are familiar with his father, uh, yeah. Leon Neal Sr., who was a, yeah. a running back for the Washington Huskies. So there's a little division in their household, sounds like. A- absolutely, absolutely. And I, we, we tease Leon uh, Jr. about that all the time. And I know uh, his, his dad was, um, was an amazing running back in the University of Washington. Uh, bleed purple and purple and gold, and and um, but I also know that he supports his son uh, very much, and uh, he's a pleasure to to to, to coach. Um, Leon is is a special special talent, and he's one of those kids that every coach wants on his team. Uh, somebody like a Leon, he's he's gifted, he's he's uh, he's humorous, he's funny, um, but when it's time to take care of business, he's locked in, he's focused. Um, he doesn't say much, doesn't talk much. He just allows his play to speak for itself. And, and um, again, him, him going to Washington State, it's a blessing, and we are excited for the journey. Um, we're excited to do what we can to, to help him, you know, be the best ball player he can. And, and, and But that division in the household has got to be funny and fun. We, we tease him about that often, but it, it's a great thing to see that man get ready to play some Pac-12 football. Right. Now, speaking of special players, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about this group of freshmen that you have this year because a few of them have have uh, earned starting spots, including your quarterback. And some might say at mm-hmm. first glance, this must be a rebuilding year for the Bulldogs. But I don't believe that you would characterize it that way. Not at all, Chris. It's interesting you 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 say that because that's what uh, that's the the how some defined us prior to our season. Um, giving some of the guys that we had. I mean, it's going to be a rebuilding year for you guys. That's the little do you know it's not. Uh, because we, we, that, uh, we, we pride ourselves on competing. Um, and these freshmen have had plenty of years of football. They've been playing since they were six years old um, in the youth little league circuit. And um, we had a uh, inter-squad scrimmage, you know, prior to kicking off Surrender Beach just to see it, who can do what, just to put eyes on these guys. And we made it clear that every position is wide open. No one gets anything, whether you're a senior and down to a freshman, you have to earn it. And I'm a very transparent head coach because I want our kids to compete. Um, and he went out there, EJ went out there uh, with several other freshmen. They competed, they played together, they showed the coaches that, hey, coach, I may be young, but um, I'm, I'm your guy. And so we, they, they've uh, shown a lot of great things during that scrimmage that we said as a coaching staff, it was unanimous. 
uh, this quarterback's got to get the start um, for for obvious reasons, and, and so I think he's going to be great um, for us. We expect him to kind of have some hiccups week one, um, but as you notice, uh, the game progressed. So did he, and so I think we're headed in step in the right direction with that young man leading our leading our offense. And that's EJ, the quarterback, correct? Yes, sir. EJ, the quarterback, and then we've got a couple amazing, great offensive linemen from Poulet to Elijah. Uh, these guys are all freshmen. They all go up, up upwards of 285, 10 size wise, um, six feet to six three. And I mean, th- those two young men uh, were actually offensive linemen for EJ in youth football for the last six or seven years. So they've got some history there and some familiarity with those three young men. And so um, we just found that out kind of recently, actually. So it was kind of exciting to see that. Um, those faces are back together, and so it explains why uh, they're so successful. They had a great successful youth little league career as well, and so uh, it, it's, it's it's fun, you know, to get those young guys out there, to get them going, and get them um, get their motors moving early, and they're learning the game at a fast pace. And I think they're going to be really huge for us down the stretch. Now, Reggie, for those who have not seen the Bulldogs play, uh, but have a great interest in Garfield football, you know, how would you describe this year's team? Uh, to them, especially considering the Garfield football tradition? Uh, this year I would describe us as resilient. Resilient, tough. Um, we, 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 we finish. I think we showed that uh, last week that it doesn't matter how tight the game is, one thing we cannot do is fold. We can't allow anyone to dictate who we are or what we do. Um, we've got to finish and play together. But most importantly, discipline. Um, we, I stress that throughout the entire um, journey of my coaching staff, my coaching tenure here is that we've got to be disciplined because a lot of teams and a lot of people look at Garfield High School because as this athletic uh, program, but we, we've got to be more than that. And so I push my team and challenge them on different ways of what discipline looks like. And I put them through a variety of different tests, even to this day, um, to increase our discipline in our team. And um, they've answered the prayer. I mean, they've answered the call and, and – um, you know, it's been my prayer that we just help these young men transition from where they once were to, to where you know where we can take them. Um, and, and discipline has been a, a huge, huge um, part of, of who we are, um, and, and we're excited to, to know that we're headed in that direction. But also, more importantly, realizing that we've got a group of young men who who um, have a stick to itiveness about them, and they showed that against Rainier Beach, and I was really proud and I express that to them at football practice the following day that you guys really stuck in in that game and, and, and you, you you played together, you finished. Um, we didn't allow adversity to consume us. We, uh, we finished the game with a win, and so that, that's the head coach, which you want to see most out of your out of your young team. Right. Now, Reggie, you, you guys have a very tough schedule this, uh, this hyphenated season starting this week yeah. uh, and with Seattle Prep. Then you take on all the yep. top teams in Metro. We don't have to go through the names. People know who they are. Uh, yep. Win, lose, or draw, your team will definitely be battle-tested and know the bar that they need to reach in order to be a top program in the state in the coming years beyond yes. this football season. Absolutely. And we, and we know exactly who it is. I try um, – I make sure I do my best to not even um, put too much pressure on our young men about whom we're playing. Uh, because at the end of the day, we know we can play with anyone in the state. We know that um, the state championships, you know, in the recent past, in the recent years, has gone through these these teams through Metro. 
So we're in the toughest conference in the state, is what I tell those guys. Um, just historically, you look at things from O'Day East High Catholic, you know, they've ran a table for the most part. Um, so I tell us we get the opportunity to see the best um, and take it, take it as a as a um, an absolute um, honor to be able to play the best and 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 we do challenge them guys week in and week out that everything we're doing is preparing because we our season as progressive as you just alluded to is going to get a little tougher and and that's what you want and so we don't want to peak too early uh, we're peaking at the right time we're getting better each week. Um, and it's just more importantly, uh, teaching these guys to to play together, play through it all, but to, to compete. And that's why I stress every single day is we're going to compete. I create an atmosphere at practice where you're forced to compete, and we're going to see who can compete and who can. And the ones you see playing each week are the ones who compete during practice. Reggie, I'm going to give you an opportunity to speak directly to the community this morning before I let you go. Um, and that would be, you know, how can the Garfield alum, whether they graduated in 1951 or, not, or 2011, 2019, you know, how can they be supportive of your young men and the program this year, especially given the circumstances you guys are dealing with under COVID? Absolutely. That's a great question. I think it's more really for us is just to, to uh, not only keep us in your prayers, but, but, you know, come on by, stop on by. I know we, you know, we, we've got our, our fence-off area, and our kids love to turn around and, and, and see alumni pop up. Even some of our old players have come, stayed behind a fence, have got the mask on, and just out there supporting our young men. Um, they love to see that. Um, also, just being able to, to express to our young men the journey that they've went through, um, what, what success looks like to them, um, how they can help some of our young men out, um, and, and, and just really, you know, um, being, being there in the sense that we understand that this is a family atmosphere, this is a family community, this is a family team. And that's what I stress to our guys. And so um, just really, really uh, being present, I think, is huge. Our kids love that. Our kids need that um, because it, it pours into the concept that, that we are a family and the culture, that we are a family there at Garfield. And, we, you know, we, can, we hope to continue that um, in the next years to come. All right. Coach Reggie Witherspoon, of the uh, head coach of the Garfield High School football team, uh, good luck to you this weekend against Seattle Prep and the rest of this season. Yes, sir, Chris. I thank you, and I appreciate it. I mean, you, we uh, uh, go, go Bulldogs one week at a time, my brother. Thank you so much. All right. You're welcome. Have a good weekend.